Hey, you beautiful thing. Welcome to your Manifestation BFF podcast. I'm Lex, and I'm your go-to girl to help you manifest the life of your absolute dreams. Hang out with me while we chat about all things manifestation, universe, and mindset to help you create a life that's even more incredible than you could ever imagine. Buckle up, babe. You're in for a treat. Good morning, good morning from my back deck on this warm, beautiful day. I gotta say, spring has sprung here and I couldn't be more grateful for it. Spring is always such an interesting time for me because much like all the trees and plants, I sort of come alive during this time of year. It sounds kind of corny, but it's true. I always start to feel more ambitious and energetic and I'll be honest, like the pollen kind of kills me and it sucks and my eyes and my sinuses probably wouldn't agree with me when I say that I love this spring. (laughs) But I definitely start to feel more clarity around just everything when springtime comes and I kind of get into that groove. And all that aside, it's also really fun for me to watch like the grass start to grow and the trees start to come back to life and they bud and the flowers start to bloom and I don't know I just think it's really beautiful to watch it really unfold right before your eyes like it happens in just a few short weeks and it's like oh my god this is crazy how how everything just like it comes back to life and I just find that really amazing but so with that said I'm soaking up the sunshine while I record this um, quite fitting podcast episode so today I wanted to talk a little bit about how to raise and protect your vibration and I have a few specific ways in which you can do that. And the reason for this is because the foundation to being able to put the law of attraction to work in order to intentionally manifest whatever it is that you want, um, you really kind of have to know about the energetics behind it. But before we get into those four ways to raise and protect your energy, I need to do a little background slash mini science lesson to explain a little bit about the energetics, why it's important, and how it really works. So raise your vibe is a common phrase used in this space, but I don't think it really alludes much to what it actually means. Like, how the hell do you raise your vibe, right? It's hard to come by actionable things that you can do to do that for yourself. And, and without a real solid understanding of it, it's not going to make much sense. So when I say raise your vibe, I use those words in words like high vibe and low vibe to talk generally um, about your vibration and to put it in a way that's easily understood. We don't walk around with a meter that tells us Um, on a scale where we're vibrating at or get alerted when they're low or whatever. But I'm going to talk to you about how um, you can think about a meter when we're talking about vibration. And basically what I mean when I say all this is that things, all things on this earth and in this universe are made of atoms, which are even further broken down and made into protons and neutrons and electrons. And all of those carry an electrical charge. So they're constantly moving and vibrating. Like they're vibrating so fast, like it can't even be measured. So simply put, you and everything around you are made up of these vibrating particles. And between these particles is space. And that's not even, (laughs) that's not even woo-woo, okay? That's complete science. And 
you are a human with a, a complex brain. You are a complex creature and you have this complex brain that is full of emotions which impact your body on a cellular level. And since they impact you on a cellular level, they're also impacting you on that atomic level because remember, everything is made of atoms. You think of a cell really as like one of the smallest, smallest things in your body, right? But it, it's not even, like it's broken down even further into that atomic level. So your emotions and the things around you directly impact that vibration. But here's the thing though. Everything around you is also made out of vibrational energy. And again, it's science. We as humans tend to think that we are separate from everything because of the way that we, we perceive reality. But the truth of the matter is that every single thing on this earth is connected. Our brains see um, the couch that we're sitting on as separate from us. But really, our brains are just perceiving it that way. That couch is also made of atoms. So it's also made of protons and neutrons and electrons with space between these vibrating particles. And our brain perception is just what changes the game for us and creates this reality that we see. So there's really, like everything around us is just made out of vibrating protons and neutrons and, and the space between them. And we perceive them. Our brains see the object by itself. But it's all related because it's all made out of protons and neutrons and electrons that are vibrating. Okay. That's kind of a difficult concept to, to think about, but just all you have to know is that everything has a vibration and we perceive things and we perceive ourselves as separate, but that's not the case. Okay. So I don't want to blow your mind anymore, but I want you to keep this in your mind while I dive into the ways that you can protect your vibration because it's important to have an understanding. I also want to talk quick a little bit about the law of attraction since it's one of the primary laws that has to do with manifestation. So the law of attraction states that like attracts like and that your thoughts create things. And this is on a vibrational level, right? So like vibrations attract like vibrations. Basically speaking, if you want something to manifest into your life, you have to make sure that you're emitting the same vibration as whatever it is that you're trying to attract. So if you're trying to attract love, then your job is to emit love to attract it. Same thing with money. Money is its, its own energy. Remember, everything has its own vibration, its own energy. So in order to attract it, you have to match your energy. It might sound crazy. It sounds a little crazy at first, but it's so true. If you have negative ideas and beliefs around money, you're not going to attract money in abundance like you would be able to do if you have healed these um, thoughts and have a positive relationship with money. So I'm talking about all this vibrational stuff because it's really foundational to be able to put the law of attraction to work in order to manifest. So like I said earlier, everything has its own vibration. So let's think about emotions and visualize them on a scale. Remember before I was talking about how we don't have a scale, but we can think about one to help us out. So when I say raise your vibration, 
It's because we think of things that make us happy or that bring us joy as being a good thing or high up on the scale, right? Happiness and joy is a good thing, so we're going to think of it as high up on that scale. Joy and love are the highest vibrational feelings that we can feel or like the highest on the scale, right? They're at the very top. When we think about how we feel when we're feeling shitty, it's down low on that scale, right? Like anger, sadness. Like I said before, everything in life has its own vibration. So everything fits on that scale somewhere based on how it feels. It's kind of like, um, I'm trying to think of another word to use for scale. It'll come to me. But think of everything on that scale. It's, it's, it's spread out, okay? Every emotion that you could feel is on that scale. So when we think of manifestation or the law of attraction, most people want to jump in and manifest uh, a house, a car, money, etc., etc. And all of that obviously is possible. But that's not really what manifestation is about. So manifestation is about how all of those things make you feel. And when you think about you as your highest self with a million dollars, how do you feel? You're probably somewhere closer to the top of that scale, right? Think about the highest version of you that is loving, caring, and, and, and the most amazing relationship. How does that feel? When you want to manifest something, you have to think about how those things feel when you have them and when you think about that you have to think about how it feels in order to match it you have to be the vibrational match for those things as humans if we want something it's because it makes us feel good or is high up on that scale we wouldn't want to manifest things that don't make us feel good because that would completely it would be contradictory right You only want to manifest things that make you feel good because we want to feel good. We want money, cars, um, love, friendships, because those things, we perceive them to feel good to us. So in order to manifest something in particular, you have to change your vibration. This is also something that I want you to keep in mind because there are a ton of different ways that you can take charge of your vibration. But the ones that I'm going to name today are just some of the basic and most easy things that you can implement. They're really effective um, and they're tangible. They're things that that you can do to own your, your vibration as soon as you're done listening to this podcast. Okay, so let's dive into it. One of the first and most profound ways to raise and protect your vibration is to practice gratitude. And you've probably heard me say this before, probably a million times. I'm going to say it a million times again because this is the one that, that you'll hear about the most and it has the best reason because it is the fastest way to access joy. There is no room for negative feelings or vibrations when you are practicing and feeling gratitude. Okay, It's, it's also a great way to come back down to the present moment when you feel like you're getting caught up in life or within your ego. And when you come back down to the present moment and you think about all the amazing things that you have in your life currently, it's impossible to feel negative feelings or emotions because you become so overwhelmed with gratitude. 
And when you practice gratitude, you start to find more joy in the little things in life that that people would sometimes consider mundane or just whatever. But when you can find joy in those things is when you know that you have reached true happiness. Because happiness is a mindset. And I think that in today's day and age, everyone is just looking for something extravagant to make them happy or bring them joy. And they're always reaching for the next best thing, right? But the truth is, happiness and joy aren't found in things. They're found within yourself. And a soul that is truly thankful and grateful for all that they are and all that is around them is a happy soul. And in the end, all we are really looking for is happiness, right? You can't take all those things with you. And I think that the cool thing about gratitude is that it teaches us that happiness is accessible to us at all times. You can be in the worst of situations and always find something to be thankful for or grateful for. So one of my all-time favorite exercises to access this, especially when I'm feeling not so great, is to go on what Abraham Hicks calls a gratitude rampage. And what this is, is just naming as many things as possible that you are thankful for, okay? Even when you're feeling like everything sucks and you can't even take it, I just want you to look around, even just around the room, just look around what's around you and name even the littlest things. Because sometimes when you're in a not so great mood, it's hard to think about things that you're thankful for or you're grateful for. So if you just look around you, you can, you can find things that you're thankful for. So if you wake up in a funk and you're in a bad mood driving to work or something, it can sound something like, thank you for the sun. Thank you for the birds chirping. Thank you for this transportation to work right now. Thank you for my ability to drive. Thank you for my ability to work. Thank you for my job. Thank you for this hot coffee. Thank you for my full belly. And you just go on and on until you start to notice your mood shift. And I promise you, you will feel, feel the change. It's like flipping a switch, honestly. It's, it's crazy, it's amazing, and it's really interesting to see just how powerful gratitude really is when it happens. The other thing too is when you practice gratitude frequently and it becomes kind of a lifestyle, you'll start to feel yourself shift into what I call an attitude of gratitude. And I think that that is one of the most powerful mindsets that you can be in, especially when it comes to manifestation. When you step into an attitude of gratitude, it becomes a part of you. You start to find the good in all situations. I've talked about this before, but um, someone who is not in an attitude of gratitude could get um, cut off in traffic and get frustrated or annoyed and about it and might even, <laughs> might even mumble or yell a few choice words. Um, I have been guilty of that, I'm not going to lie. If you have stepped into an attitude of gratitude, then you would be able to find the good in the situation, instead of getting angry about how they've cut you off, your first instinct might be something like, oh, well, by them doing that, then they've prevented me from being in an accident at the road. Or maybe they really needed to get somewhere and I'm grateful that they're safe and that I'm safe. And that, you know, if they needed to move over that they, they were able to do so. You see the difference? Even in like 
shitty situations, when you practice gratitude and step into an attitude of gratitude, you're able to see things in a totally different light. And that really changes your life. So I really just want you to remember that if you can get back to gratitude, you can totally maintain your your vibe. You can raise your vibe. You can protect your vibe just by practicing gratitude. Go on a gratitude rampage if you need to. I suggest that every morning when you wake up, you just like, you don't even have to write it down. Just think of five to 10 things that you're thankful for. It, it doesn't even have to be complex. It could be like, I'm thankful for my alarm. I'm thankful that I'm waking up this morning. I'm thankful for um, these sheets are so soft. I'm thankful that I have a bed, okay? It doesn't have to be complicated. Just find even the smallest things to be thankful for and it will change your life. The next thing that you can do to really protect your energy and protect your vibration is to be selective on who you spend your time with. And there's a saying out there, You've probably heard it, but it's basically like you are the sum of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I think that that is completely true. Because have you ever been around someone that just maybe doesn't feel right or they kind of bring you down or you just get like a weird energy standing in their presence? Maybe you are just like not a fan, but you can't figure out why. You're not crazy. (laughs) That's because their vibration is directly impacting you. Every single person on this planet can feel energy, okay? Especially that of others. Some just tend to be a little bit more sensitive to it, which is okay. That is something that could actually be practiced. Um, But this doesn't even have to be with strangers. Even people that you care about can drain your energy. And so here's another example. Have you ever been like hanging out with someone and when you go home, you just feel like tired and lethargic? That's another way. Like their, their energy has impacted you and you don't even know it. You don't even know it. You go home and you're drained because they have just like sucked the life out of you. And I think a lot of us can empathize with having that one friend, right? That constantly complains or like brings down the mood in the room and they probably just don't even realize that they're doing it. But people around you can influence your, your energy in any way. I just gave a couple energy uh, energies, oh my goodness. I just gave a couple examples about how people can drain you. But people can also raise your vibe as well. If you surround yourself with uplifting people who support you and love you, that energy also impacts you. So remember when I said to think of vibrations on a scale of emotions? There it is. Up at the top, love, support, encouragement, they're right up there at the top of the scale. Now let's say um, you can identify now who is like kind of giving you those good vibes and maybe who's not giving you some great vibes. Um, The tough part is knowing what to do about it. So maybe you know like that that person who brings you down or maybe you know that, that person who really lifts you up. It's tough to know what to do about someone in your life who is draining your energy. This is where you're going to have to spend a lot of time and thought, okay? This is, it's a tricky thing. Not everybody is going to be good, high energy all the time. It's just a fact of life. Even the people who love and support you will have bad days and need to vent or complain or be sad every now and then. And the same goes for you, right? 
you, you can't be happy all the time. It's just, you're human. Everybody's a human. No one can be happy all the time. And strong friendships are there for that. And that's okay. Your energy can be influenced, but ultimately you are in control. You don't need to worry that if um, you're there for a friend who's going through some shit and is a bit of a downer in the moment, that your vibration is now ruined. That's just not how it works. You can be a good friend and be in that high vibration that they probably need during a low time. And vice versa, you're going to you're going to have these low vibe times in your life and you're going to need to be around people who are just good energy because that's just what you need. Where things start to get blurry is where lower negative energy from someone that you spend a lot of time with is a constant thing. So if somebody that you love is constantly bringing you down or you're constantly tired after spending time with them, that is when you have to think about how their energy is impacting you and then establish some boundaries. There is a time and a place to walk away from friendships and relationships that aren't serving you, and that's okay. But you also don't have to cut anyone out of your life either. If you truly love and care about them, you just may need to do so from afar. Again, that's where your boundaries come in, okay? And that's okay too. So just remember, the people around you impact your vibe, whether that be in a good way or a bad way. So it's up to you to decide who you allow yourself to spend time with and whose company that you're, you're in most of the time. Do you, for the most part, hang around with high vibe, high energy people? Or do you, for the most part, hang around people with, you know, not so great energy? You really have to think about the people around you and how they're impacting you and how you feel. Okay? It's very, very important. It's very important to raising your vibe and maintaining it as well. This brings me to my third way to raise and protect your vibration. It's kind of related. Um, and the third way is to pay attention to and filter what you consume. This is kind of a tough one to unpack because we're constantly consuming and sometimes we don't even know it. We don't even know that we're consuming. So let's start, let's start with social media. I think that's the most obvious. And I think that that's one that we can all kind of agree with, whether we admit it or not, that sometimes we spend far too much time on social media scrolling, you know, kind of mindlessly, uh, myself included. I'm guilty as charged. This is actually something that I'm currently working on myself. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm pretty awful at this. But first we need to think about how much we are consuming. Are you consuming so much that you're just like, you're not spending any time with yourself or your thoughts? Like there's no alone time. Anytime you're alone, you're just scrolling, looking at everybody else's life, worrying about what everybody else is doing. That's important. It's important to recognize how much are you consuming? And also, what is it that you're consuming? All of these things, they're huge for our vibration. Okay, social media is huge. It impacts our vibration like you don't even know. If you're constantly bombarded with, with say, images of, of other women, like edited, filtered photos, portraying unattainable bodies, how do you think that's impacting your own self-image? 
or your, your own emotions regarding your body. If you're constantly exposed to politically driven content, for example, that's maybe inaccurate or biased or maybe even just disrespectful of other people's opinions and reading endless comments on Facebook or of, you know, individuals attacking each other for their differences in opinions. How is that impacting you? These are all things to think about. And, uh, you know, it's not always so obvious. We see, you know, me, for example, I follow more bikini companies than I could tell you because I'm a beach girl. I'm not going to lie. I love me a good bikini. And then I, what I started to realize was most of these bikini companies have, you know, these models that are so airbrushed and so edited that it was starting to make me feel poorly about myself and my body. And it wasn't something like it. I didn't even notice it at first. It just kind of slipped in through my subconscious. And then I, you know, eventually I was kind of unpacking like my own shit and was wondering why can't I wear something and look at myself in the mirror without feeling like awful. And it, it brought me back. I'm like, Oh my God, no wonder why I feel that way because I'm looking at these body, these bodies that are so much different than mine. And like, really edited and and everything else and I'm looking at that constantly it's no wonder why I feel like I'm not good enough it's no wonder why I'm not comfortable in my body when I'm looking at this all day so if you have to unfollow people or you know unfollow pages whatever you need to do do that do that for yourself I've also noted noticed that I kind of get sucked into these Facebook posts just like reading the comments, even if it's something that I don't really care about, you, you get sucked in and you continue reading. And then like 10 minutes later, you're like, why am I still here? Why am I reading this? And then when you finally walk away from it, you, you feel like shit. And you're like, I just spent so much of my precious time reading other people's comments that are just so mean to each other. Like people really talk to each other like that. And then I feel sad. And for what? I didn't even care about the post in the first place. I don't even know these people. The same goes for the news. Even if it's just on in the background, your subconscious picks up on all of that. Even if you're not, you know, paying attention to it. Your subconscious is picking up on the anger and the sadness that's portrayed on there. I really want you to think about it. Like, when was the last time you saw something positive on the news? And I'm not even talking about something neutral because a lot of times you'll see reports on sports and outcomes and things like that. But when was the last time that you saw a story that had a positive feel-good tone? I don't watch much of the news for this reason because I really, like, I can't recount a story like that. Even the music that you listen to can bring you down. (laughs) It sounds so silly, but it's true. And I, I, I think we all know this, like, you know when you were like 12 and you found out that your crush doesn't like you back so you lean your head against the window in the backseat of like your mom's minivan and you like you're staring into the rain dripping down the window and pretend you're in like a sad music video while like Here Without You by Three Doors Down is on the radio? Yes, I think that we can all relate to that. We've all been there. When we're sad, sometimes we tend to put on like sad music or low tone music. There's nothing wrong with feeling your feelings by any means. I'm not trying to say that at all. 
but sad music isn't going to help you get into the vibration of happiness and joy, that's for sure. Especially if like, you know, I said, it's okay to feel your feelings. If you need to listen to a few sad, sad songs, fine. But if like you get down to some sad songs, think about if it's, you know, making you feel poorly. You're probably better off like putting on some happy music or music that makes you feel good, right? And, and like I said before, this stuff is everywhere, like content everywhere, music everywhere. You go into the doctor's office, the news is on. You go into the grocery store, they're playing music. It's everywhere and you don't even realize it. And with consuming content, another thing to keep in mind is what we consume into our body. So all that social media and music, the news, all that kind of slips into our subconscious minds, but we also have to consider what we're eating because food is what gives us energy. Do you feel good and healthy and vibrant and energetic when you consume fatty fried food and sugary sweets all the time? Probably not. Food that comes directly from source or the earth instead of man-made processed chemical food is really what makes us healthy and full of vitality and energy, right? Like that's I, I think pretty common knowledge, but I think a lot of people don't think about how it impacts how they feel. They just think, oh, you know, this food makes me fat, whatever, but it really impacts your vibration. And it's no wonder that when we eat well and we drink water and we return to the weight that we're supposed to be, our skin clears up, we're sharper and more focused, right? When we eat a diet that's nutrient-dense, we're eating the way that we're intended to. We feel good. Our bodies are functioning the way that they're supposed to. And also, you know, our, our brains are functioning better. Our soul, our vibration is higher. When we eat good food, we feel good. And therefore, our vibe remains higher on that scale. Again, having a piece of cake. Okay, having a piece of cake is not going to send you down that scale either. That's not how it works. And I'm not trying to say that at all. As a human, you're supposed to enjoy the experience, which means you're supposed to enjoy the food too. It's a balancing act as long as you can remember that you just got to maintain that good feeling. You'll bring more of that into your life since like, like attracts like. The last tip that I have for you to be able to raise your vibe, protect your vibe, all the good stuff um, for purposes of this podcast episode. Like I said, there's a ton more but we're not going to get into every single thing. The last one I have for you today is to declutter and organize your space. So let's think again about our feelings. (laughs) I feel like a therapist. Let's think about our feelings, but seriously, let's think about how you might feel if you walked into someone's house or room or a store, any place really, and it was cluttered and dirty. I'm willing to bet that it wouldn't give you the best feeling, right? You might feel a little like claustrophobic or like the room was closing in on you. Uh, You may even feel a little uncomfortable, like you need to make yourself small or something or like you need to leave and like wash your hands or take a shower. Overall, not a great feeling, right? Now, let's think about your spaces. It likely doesn't feel that way to you if you know, your space is messy or dirty or whatever because it's your mess, right? Well, even though it's yours and you might not think about it much, or maybe you do, I don't know, everybody is different, 
but cluttered and messy spaces equals cluttered and messy energy. You literally block energy and energy flow when a space is clogged up with stuff. Okay, so I really, I challenge you to step into a messy area of your house or maybe it's your car. Mine's my car. (laughs) It could even be your purse. Try to feel that energy of that room or that space and take an inventory about how you and your body feels. Then clean the room or the car or the purse, whatever. And then take inventory again about how it feels. And I bet you anything, you'll feel a difference. Now, this doesn't even have to apply to just messy or dirty spaces. Because I can get messy sometimes, but overall, I'm a pretty neat and clean person. My anxiety just tends to get the best of me if my space is too messy, so I like to keep things clean. But even with that said, just reorganizing a space makes me feel better. It could be literally drawers in my kitchen or my kitchen cabinets. They're always pretty neat, but sometimes they just need like a little sprucing up, you know, like those spaces, cleaning those spaces helps so much or or reorganizing can help so much. And I feel it immediately. And okay, so a huge one for me, I don't know if you guys do this too, but my bathroom drawers drive me crazy. I don't have a medicine cabinet in my bathroom, so all my stuff is in like little baskets in my drawers. And going through that every now and then and getting rid of old makeup and old, you know, like facial products, whatever. Ooh, such a good feeling. I, I hate, (laughs) I hate the way my bathroom gets so cluttered. I just, I can't even stand it, but going through it helps me so much. And it, it's, you know, it might sound funny to hear. Maybe I sound crazy to you, but some people are just messier than others and there's nothing wrong with that. But there really is something to be said about cleaning and organizing to clear that old messy energy and welcome new clean energy into your spaces and into your life. So even if it, you know, you're like me, maybe you're not all that messy, maybe you're like a clean freak, try to reorganize something. I I tell you, you will notice a difference. So I hope you find these tips helpful and useful into taking control of your energy and your vibration to help you get into that space to match frequencies of all the things that you want to manifest in life. And I'm super interested also to see which one you found the most interesting or the most useful. And if you want more ideas about how to raise your vibe, make sure that you follow me on Instagram and don't hesitate to drop me a message either. We can work together, um, help you find which things work for you um, to specifically raise your vibe. So I hope that you have the most amazing day and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for hanging out with me in this week's episode. If you love this episode, please leave a review so I can continue to bring you all things manifestation and mindset to help you create your absolute dream life. If you'd like to connect and learn even more, head on over to Instagram and find me at manifestwithlex. Can't wait to hang out with you in next week's episode. Bye.